Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. You are listening to the Intentionally Inspirational Podcast. This podcast is created for hungry entrepreneurs who are seeking motivation, personal development resources, and actionable tips. Now for your host, Jason Wright. What's going on, everybody? It's Jason Wright, your host, bringing you another episode of the Intentionally Inspirational Podcast. This episode is episode number 60, The Art of Getting Free Publicity with Sharon Bolt. Now, what in the world do you think that's all about? It's an interesting title, isn't it? Well, this should be interesting. I am recording an ultra, ultra late night, or is it early morning, edition of this show, which I'm kind of known for. I'm a night owl. We are who we are. And um, it should be no surprise. We've got another great guest for you today. I feel like I say that all the time. And I also feel like I say that the podcast metrics keep going up, up, up every week. I think this is like week five or six in a row of me telling you that. And I promise I'll stop telling you the same thing once it stops happening. But it doesn't stop happening. So we are going to keep celebrating those tiny victories. What that means is we are putting something out there that you people, Inspire Nation, enjoy. And that is the whole point, my friends. That is the whole point. If this is your first time tuning in, this is the podcast designed for entrepreneurs who have startups and we want to help make you successful. The podcast is just a piece of that overall resource plan for you, but it's a great piece to listen to because even people who aren't entrepreneurs do enjoy this. We get some great guests, we get some great stories, and we get some great actionable tips and examples of overcoming struggle, failure, hardships, etc. All kinds of good stuff. So I'll share a story with you guys this week. I usually start the show off with some kind of a random story. And I have a newsletter. It's called the Inspire Nation Insider. And I wanted to do some testing with it recently. And some people listening are, are on that newsletter, so they may have noticed. But usually what we do is every week we send out a blog post, and then the blog post hits social media and the website little bit afterwards, so they get first dibs at that, and they get some other links and resources and stuff to extra content. The whole point of jo- joining that is to get access to stuff that you're not going to see on the main website. So what I started to do is I started to do these kind of random emails, kind of modeling them after Ramit Sethi. He's a, a heavy hitter in the online marketing world and finance world and done some incredible things. And He's got a uh, website that I referenced in my last blog post. You should check that out if you haven't already. Anyway, it's more conversational, more relatable, uh, more random. And, man, the uh, open rate on my emails on those is almost double. Almost double. And the reason I'm telling you guys this is for this reason here. Just be yourself. This podcast, I'm doing it for myself. I don't have any scripts to follow. I don't have people telling me things are unacceptable. I'm just talking. I'm just doing what I want to do, and that's okay. Same thing with the way I write my blogs, and the same thing with the way I'm writing my book. Conversational. I'm just being me. This is who I am. If you don't like it, stop listening. Unsubscribe. But, you know, more and more people appreciate that and seek that authenticity, and I'm seeing positive results in the email list as well. So here's a free tip for you. If you guys have an email list yourself and you want to get a better open rate, 
try mixing it up. Try to do something your email list hasn't seen. Try doing something completely uncharted to grab their attention, then deliver your message and humor them at the same time. It's fun to do. It's random because I don't know what I'm going to do until I get the moment of inspiration. Then I dive in and it's effective. Well, as promised, today we are talking to an awesome guest. We will roll into that here in a moment. I will tell you, my podcast manager worked hard to get this guest on here. We had to reschedule once or twice, which is fairly normal. I've started to realize that it's really tough getting people's schedules to line up, especially when they're in different countries, different time zones. There's almost, almost always different time zones, but it can be tough. But if we're patient, we get the guests and uh, it all works out well. So let's check out that show. It is with Sharon Bolt, and she's going to talk to us about the art of getting free publicity. Hello, everybody. I've got another wonderful guest with me this week. I've got Sharon Bolt, and let me tell you a little bit about Sharon. Sharon is a publicity expert. She's the founder of Get Free Publicity Today. She's received over $1.5 million in free publicity, which is very interesting, She's a co-author of two books by the titles of Successful Women in Business and Every Entrepreneur's Guide, Running Your Own Business. Sharon, welcome to the show. Hello, Jason. Thank you so much for having me as your guest. No problem at all. So I've looked at everything that you're doing, and I've seen all the different types of exposure and things you've got. So I can't wait to find this out. Tell us all how you got started with publicity. Well, yes, it's actually interesting because uh, people are often shocked when I tell them about my first media experience because what happened was I got myself booked on BBC Radio 2, which is a national radio station here in the UK without any prior media exposure. Now, what was more shocking than that for people is that I was introduced as a dog training expert answering dog behavior questions when I actually had a natural healing therapy business and not a dog training business. Dog training at the time was my passion and what I actually went on to do for the next nine years, but I saw an opportunity and I went for it. So... Was there confusion with what you were introduced to do or how does that work? How, tell me more about that. Well, what had happened, Jason, is we had got at the time these two lovely puppies. They were Parson Russell Terrier puppies. They were eight weeks old when we got them. And, of course, we wanted to put them into puppy socialization classes. Well, I didn't realize at the time that that was actually a very competitive thing to do. And all the people that I contacted, all the dog trainers, said that they were full. But when I actually said that I had these two puppies, they were males from the same litter, they all said to me it was the worst case scenario, that they would do whatever they wanted to, that they would fight for the top dog position, and I would very likely need to rehome one of them. And of course, I was devastated. I looked at these two bundles of fluff and I, and I remember Jason saying out loud, you two are not going anywhere. So I was on a mission and I wanted to find a natural way of being able to speak their language and and really prevent all these awful predictions that people had told me from coming true. So at that time, it was probably about four months into that and I'd been really having such great success with my own dogs and I started to introduce dog training consultations to my therapy clients who had problems with their dogs. 
and they too were having really good results. So I was just flying high. I mean, I was really wanting to help everybody with their dogs. And that's when this opportunity arose. I heard on the on this national radio station that they were going to get a dog training expert on the show. And I thought to myself, do you know what? I could do that. So what I did, Jason, is I, I sat down at the computer and I wrote an email and I knew as much as to make it all about them, all about their listeners and what I could do for them and nothing about me. Now, I realized that my credentials, such as I didn't have a dog training business, was not going to get me in the door. So, But it didn't matter. I had the passion and I felt I had the knowledge and I really felt I could make a difference. So I sat down, I wrote this email and I sent it off and I said that, you know, what I could do for their listeners and that they needed to get me on the show and to call me. Well, that was one email I sent off and I got nothing back. Then there was a couple of days later, there was another feature that the host was doing and he said that he wanted to get on the show again, a dog training expert and also this time to talk about overweight dogs. And he, he actually referred to them as podgy dogs. Now, I do natural healing. I do natural nutrition with dogs. So I thought, you know what? I'm perfect for this. So in the subject title this time, Jason, I wrote, podgy dogs, I'm your girl. And again, I wrote it was all about them, what I could do for them, why the dogs were overweight, how I had the solution and to get me on their show. I sent it off and nothing happened. A couple of days later, in fact, it was the weekend then, I did a dog training consultation for one of my therapy clients. And I, I sat down after and I wrote about the consultation and why it was happening. And again, I sent that off. Well, on the Monday morning, I actually got a call from the researchers. They did, obviously, a quick interview over the phone for me. And then on Wednesday, two days later, I was sitting in the studios being interviewed as a dog training expert, answering dog training questions to over 4 million listeners. <laughs> wow. I'm just I'm blown away with everything you just said. I mean, I've never heard anything like that, but I love the fact that you didn't take defeat. You didn't give up. And I also love the fact that you got way, way, way creative and got out of the box to get to where you wanted to go. I love that. Love that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Now, when you when you were figuring out how to do this and how to get a response and, and get on the radio, did you have a a plan like if this happens then then I'll do this? Did you did you have like a next step plan or was your goal to get on the radio that first time? Well, I didn't have a, a goal or a plan. That was what's really interesting, isn't it? Because, you know, I just had this intense love for dogs. I wanted to help people. I, I felt I really had something to share with people. So I didn't actually have a pan, plan as such. I had a passion. And then I just saw this opportunity come up. And I didn't obviously know that was going to happen. I didn't have no website. So I I couldn't... I. From that one exposure to over 4 million people, to be honest, Jason, I got very little business because I wasn't set up. But what it did do for me was give me huge credibility that when I then went into becoming a dog training professional, I could splat all over my, my dog training website and also my marketing that I had been featured in a national radio station. So the credibility that it gave me was huge. 
Absolutely. That makes sense. Well, do you do anything with the dogs to this day? I mean, are you involved in, in anything on a, on a large scale with the dogs, or are you focusing on the, the get-free publicity side of things? Well, currently, nowadays, I focus on the get-free publicity, and I'm in the process of creating online courses for people who want to get publicity for their business. And and really, uh, the courses that I'm putting together is, is really based on my own experiences and what I've discovered and formulas and formats and step-by-step procedures that I've put together that's actually taken me just nearly into two years of developing. And I shall be launching the courses probably within a month or so. So I'm really excited about that. Oh, that's great. I mean, you're going to help people out and the passive income is going to be nice too. So the online courses, we're a big fan of those around here. And I think that's a great idea, especially since your experience is so unique, you know. Yeah, and I think as well, um, it, it's good. I mean, I do with the dogs. I still, I have now online courses in my dog training business where they sell all over the over the world because they're online. So I teach dog owners with problematic dogs, but I also teach people who want to become professional dog trainers. So I have courses that are set up and I still do a lot of media interviews regarding my dog training business. So, for example, I'm going down after the interview with you, Jason, to the BBC studios where I have a regular slot every every month where I answer the listeners dog training uh, problems that they have. So I still do a lot of media uh, interviews regarding the dog training business, but I've set that up now as a as a business that that really works and runs itself. Very nice, very very nice. Well, it's interesting that you said that when you got your first radio spot and you were exposed to four million people, you weren't set up for it, and that made me think of something. Something I talked to our listeners about. So our listeners, we call them Inspire Nation, and it's primarily pre startup or startup entrepreneurs that are, you know, either looking, you know, how do I make that step? How do I overcome things? Or maybe people have just got going, you know, just gotten things going and they're trying to figure out how to keep going and get to that next level. So you've touched on a lot of things that are very interesting to me and I know that people will benefit from as well. So when you say you weren't set up to take advantage of that, um, I don't even have any like this, anything like this written down. I'm just kind of rolling with it. But tell us a little bit about how important it is to prepare for an opportunity not yet seen. So if somebody were going to get into a similar scenario, what kind of steps would you recommend they take prior to jumping on that big radio spot for the first time? Yeah, that's a really good question, Jason, isn't it? Because I think it is about preparing and planning. I'm a big believer in that, but I'm also one to say don't miss out on opportunities. But, But yes, in an ideal world, when I teach people about getting publicity, the number one goal that I say that they should do is to focus on getting themselves up and running and prepared. And by that is getting something on their website where they can direct people to where they can sign up for a freebie. So that could be a free download of a report or an ebook, or it could be a video series, something that is of value 
to the perspective person who 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 may be listening so you can start building your subscriber list and start building a relationship with these people by giving them lots of great content and additional free stuff and that when you are ready to launch certain things that you're doing or you're going to do a workshop or whatever it is that you're doing then of course you can tell your people about it then but it's it's really about building those relationships so you must 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 get something on your website or a landing page it doesn't have to be a website but somewhere that you can direct people to go in order to sign up for something free and that's a benefit for the potential subscriber i love it the lead magnet to grow the email list is so so important do you find that that group your email list is a very highly engaged group it is tremendously engaging, Jason, and, and it is. It's a perfect lead magnet to use the, the media as your tool to, to send sometimes thousands and or hundreds of people, depends on whereabouts that you're being featured in. But there's a difference, you see, because what happens is when the media include they do a feature on you or you're quoted as an expert in in a feature that they're running you are automatically perceived as an expert in your field so the positioning that you get is very very good you get instant credibility it automatically enhances your reputation and people already think that you're good. So, you know, when you're sort of like trying to overcome a cold market, this is suddenly a very, very warm and hot market because people already see you as being endorsed by the media. It is a huge, big changeover. That's awesome. Let me ask you this. Obviously, I know you're a co-author of two books as well. And everybody knows that authors are, you know, gain instant credibility as well. Did you write the books after the media exposure or before? Well, again, that was actually something that came up as an opportunity because you're right what you say here, Jason, to become an author, you are, it's one of those things that you can do that automatically says that you're an expert. So, you know, by having that a book and naturally, ideally does need to be a published book and you know you can self-publish today so you know that is accessible for people but it is time consuming so what happened for me is there was a particular website that I came across when I was doing my research that obviously all the things that I'm looking to include in my courses that I, I found and this opportunity came up now shall I tell your listeners Jason what that that resource is because you know that's something that they could perhaps benefit from absolutely yeah well now this website's called sourcebottle.com and it's actually an australian site but they have things that the opportunity opportunities for people that live all over the country so in the u.s in obviously australia in the uk and and canada so what you do is you just sign up. It's a free site and you become a source. And then you have people that are looking for people to to comment in one of their media outlets. Uh, and also so you're matching up. It's a bit like a dating site where it matches up journalists and sources who, who are looking for exposure. And on that particular website, I got a, a, an email through, as did, I would say, many many thousands of people about a, a company that was looking to well they were looking for contributors to these two books that I'm telling that that you read out and so I pitched in order to write a chapter 
and I was successful on both accounts. So the, what I saw from that is while I was really busy creating these online courses, I didn't want to take the time out to focus on, on actually doing a whole book. But yeah, I could certainly look at doing a chapter. So that's what I did. So becoming a co-author, you're still given that expert credibility. And I think it's a really good way when you just don't have the time in order to do that. Wow, that's uh, that's really really cool. I've never even thought about that to co-author, but you're absolutely right. You're absolutely correct. Well, you know what? I I hear your voice, and you've got a great voice, and you've got tremendous energy and very very a very positive vibe as well. When you got rolling with this, did you have any challenges with it at all? I mean, it sounds like you're very determined and very resilient and able to get to where you want to go. Did you have you you know faced any challenges along the way? Well, I think when we both, when any any of us, we start up, it, it, I think finances is is always a, a challenge, isn't it? Because oh, there yeah. is a, a monthly amount to run a business. So this is what I really loved about the the free publicity. Because yes, I did invest in actually I did pay per click advertising at the time and AdWords, and it was very good at, at building my subscriber li- list. But it really did take a lot of financial <laughs> things in order to keep up with. So I really focused on the the free publicity because what I found then is not only was I getting a really good caliber of subscriber signing up, I was also it was free. So my my ROI was was amazing. Oh yeah, that makes sense. No, that's uh that's great. No <laughs> Yeah, that's you got my mind spinning right now because I've never even thought about trying to target the media for what I do and I, I've never talked about it on the show or the blog or anything so this is a uh, all brand new fresh uh, content and ideas so I love that yeah good well I know you've been featured in all kinds of media outlets Huffington Post and obviously BBC and a bunch of others what's been the coolest one for you maybe it was that initial one with the BBC or is there another kind of milestone with the free publicity that stands out to you well, I think I liked the um, I've been interviewed on Breakfast TV a number of times and I just like blowing the myths out the water, you know, where, <laughs> where people people just think, you know, this is really tough and and, you know, you have to be an extrovert in order to do that. Now, I actually think and this might surprise a lot of people. I think publicity is great for introverts as well as extroverts. Because what actually happens is, so I'll take you through when you go up to do a a breakfast morning show. You go up and you sit in a small room called the Green Room in the UK. Uh, Is it called the Green Room in America as well? Yes. Yes. So you sit in this room and and that is actually different. I mean, this was obviously a national TV program. But it was a little tiny box room that we're all squeezed in. You know, this is not glamorous. You know, people are just sitting there. They've actually got a TV on there so you can watch who's currently being interviewed. And then you're just taken in. And it was really a bit like a a warehouse sort of place. And there's a lovely plush uh, sofa that you sit on. and, And, of course, there's the two hosts that are going to interview you. And you're literally just sitting there chatting to one or two people. That's it. There's the big cameras, of course, but because they're so 
so, so good quality you don't even see them they're so far back they're not in your face so it to me it's all about mindset if you can just keep your mind out of who's watching then it is literally like I'm talking to you now. I never before we spoke on this, Jason, I never even considered how many people might be listening to this because that's going to be far too scary to go down that road. So it's for me, it's about mindset. Make it about who you're just talking to and make it no more than that. Absolutely. I think that's great advice. You know, it's something, this is way off topic kind of, but you're talking about introverts and extroverts at the beginning. I Once, once upon a time, I made a mistake and I... I thought that introverts were always kind of behind the scenes number type people, but it's funny because I keep meeting people that I would consider extroverts. I consider themselves introverts. And they do very well in a lot of different scenarios that they're not supposed to do well in. So <laughs> the whole introvert extrovert thing for me is it's uh, very intriguing because it's not so cut and dry sometimes. Like I'm a massive extrovert, so that's uh, a comfortable space for me. But I know some people that are phenomenal with people and they're great communicators and they look like they're massive extroverts, but they say they're screaming inside. So, Wow, it's amazing, isn't it? And it what, is. I love, what I love about publicity is it is for everybody because it, it publicity is not public speaking. You're not, even though, you know, when I did say that first interview, there was over 4 million people. I never saw their faces. Yeah. I never looked into an audience full of people staring back at me. I have done that. And, and that's far, I mean, that was for about 500 people. That is far more intimidating than actually speaking to 4 million people when you're just being interviewed, you know, to somebody that's sitting for, over the desk from you. Absolutely. No, that's a great point. I never thought about that. Yeah, public speaking, for whatever reason, I had this conversation yesterday and the day before with different people, but public speaking is still the greatest fear that people have, like, in the whole world. I mean, it's insane how scary that is to people, and I think it all comes down to I'm scared of what other people think about me. I think it's that judgment thing, but that's a great point. So along those lines with the free publicity, what three tips could you offer startup entrepreneurs in any field? about branding and public exposure? What should they look for? Well, I think the number one thing that people sh to really do if they can is to embrace technology because this is, I think, is a, an area that can hold people back. It can feel overwhelming. So it, it, one of the things about technology that I've learned, and I, make, and I develop all my own websites now because I actually studied about it and, and got behind the scenes. I, I love stuff like that anyway. So I embrace technology. I speak highly about technology because I, I really think that, that what you think about and what you put out is what you're going to somehow get back. So that's why my glass is always half, half full and not half empty. So study and embrace technology rather than fearing it is my number one tip that I always give to people. Do you, does that resonate with you too, Jason? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I, can, I have to ask, have you read the book Think and Grow Rich? Yes, yes, I have. Yes. <laughs> I heard a yeah. little uh, familiar line about you, uh, you know, what you think about is what you become. So I, I definitely agree with that as well. But yeah, I'm a huge fan of technology and I embrace the living heck out of it. Yeah. And I think, you know, back on that mindset and, and that is I, I do actually study and I love it bit going on further from think and grow rich is the law of attraction and I I really do believe that and I work with that in my own life where 
where I'm seeing things as I want them to do be and focus on what I want rather than talking and trying to change things I don't want. I just focus on what I do want and let the magic happen. And that's really what happens for me. I'm so glad you said that because uh, it's something that I talk about and blog about often. And I'm glad that other people hear somebody else talking about it completely, you know, kind of unscripted. So, no, I, I can't agree with you more. I mean, I'm definitely also a glass half full person. I mean, why not? You know, life is way too short to focus on the negative. Nothing good comes out of it. And quite frankly, it's a huge waste of my time and everybody else's for that matter. I'm totally in agreement with you, Jason. We could spend our whole hour on this on its own, couldn't we? <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. All right. Another another tip that I would give people is that to really position themselves as an expert. Don't wait for someone else to to call them an expert or or to claim it yourself. Don't wait for someone else to validate you. If you think about that, where my story, that's why I like to tell that when I first started off with the national radio station, I didn't let anyone tell me I was an expert. I told the media I was an expert because I believed I had something to share. And the definition of an expert in the Oxford English Dictionary is it's a person who is very knowledgeable about or skillful in a particular area. Now, when you think about it, if you are passionate about your business, you're going to know a lot more than a lot of people. And what you think is just silly questions that, well, surely everyone knows the answers to that. Well, that simply is not the case. So to position yourself and dare to call yourself an expert, that's what I did. And when you do that, the, the media love that. Yeah, that's uh, that's probably my favorite thing you said today that just you said it and I was like there it is is don't wait for somebody else to validate you how powerful is that so many people that I talk to and so many people that I've never talked to because I know how people think they they sit back and they wait for an opportunity to come their way as if it's fishing on the bank of a river well I'm just going to leave my bait out there and hope the big one comes by and you've got the other type of fisherman that jumps in the boat and goes and finds the fish so I love what you said because I really want to drive home that point to the people listening that if you want something, go find it. Go after it. I mean, the worst case scenario is you're going to end up where you already are right now. You know, people have this idea that somehow they're going to end up way, way at the bottom in this this worst this worst possible outcome. But seldom does that happen. A lot of times it's like you're either going to stay the same or you're going to improve your situation somehow. So I love what you said there. Yeah, and it's so true, isn't it, Jason? Because I think a lot of us, we were brought up, aren't we, as children, we're looking for approval from our parents, from our school teachers, from our peers. And so we keep waiting, 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 you know, this idea, what do people think? Am I good enough? And and you are good enough. Just go follow your own your own guidance. And, and yeah, okay, sometimes you'll tweak it and you'll go on a different pathway. And that's all part of the journey too. So just enjoy the journey. Absolutely. Well, do you believe the, and I think I know what you're going to say, but do you you believe the press can help all entrepreneurs, even brand new startups? And if so, how? Yeah, absolutely. I think that, I think publicity is for everybody. We've already touched on the introverts and extroverts, definitely both types of people. And also startups, serial entrepreneurs, business owners, because, you know, that's that was my story, wasn't it? I I was actually less than a startup, really, because 
I was didn't even have it as a business. I had another business at the t- at the time, but I say what it did is it really put me on the map. So that when I I transitioned, which was really just a matter of months afterwards, to be honest, I already had that huge credibility behind me. And here's the thing that to tell people about the the media that I think people don't don't know, and I'll, I'm going to want to let everybody know this, and that's the fact that the media aren't actually interested in you now shock horror they really aren't they're interested in what you can do for them so they don't care if you've been in business for 10 years they don't care if you've got got qualifications I have never been asked for any qualifications or anything about me and my business when I did that first interview not one of those questions was was I asked and I I struggle to ever think of a time that I've ever been asked that type of question so so that's the thing to remember that they're not really looking to see all about you so if you're thinking oh well you know are they going to dig some dirt on me no they're not interested you're not if you're not an A-list celebrity they're not interested they're interested in finding really good people who can entertain and give great content and information to their audience Wow, that's interesting. Um, I agree with what you just said, but I've, man, I've never thought about that. You hear people say it takes 10,000 hours to be an expert, but what you're saying is expertise is more or less a label given. It's, you're, not, you're not asked to defend that or prove that. That's, that's awesome. That's right. And I say stand up and claim it as your own. And regardless of whatever you are in, you need to know naturally more than most. But of course, if you're passionate about your business, and and that has to be key to your business as a business owner, you've got to be passionate about your business. If you're doing it for money on the wrong reasons, then of course, that's not going to work for very long. You've got to be passionate. And when you have that passion, that's what's going to be that in enthusiasm is going to carry you and that's what's going to give you your success absolutely i could not agree more with what you just said well sharon tell us what's next for you and if my listeners are interested in getting more um, from you how can they do that well, they can come to my website, which is getfreepublicitytoday.com. And of course, I've got something for them to sign up for, which I hope is very valuable, which is how to write an attention grabbing press release that gets really good media attention. So people can sign up for that on my website. And yet yeah, I'm actually, you know, doing these courses. It's been nearly two years in the making because I wanted to get everything there that's really going to help people and get the type of success that I think business owners deserve. So, yeah, that should be coming out in a month, maybe two months at the latest. And, uh, yeah, very excited about that. Awesome. Well, I will tell you and everybody listening that I'm going to sign up later today. And I recommend everybody listening do the same thing because you have a, a very unique value proposition there. So thank you. Thank you, Jason. Well, I appreciate you coming on. I wish you luck with everything. And, of course, I value your time. So, awesome thanks ever so much for having me as your guest jason i've really enjoyed it awesome me too take care thank you well guys i hope you enjoyed that if this is your first time listening i certainly hope it's not your last we'd love for you to subscribe to the podcast on itunes you've got a an iphone you can do it with that little purple podcast icon that comes on the phone you can go there and do a search for intensely inspirational and subscribe there or on itunes Either way, even if you have a PC, you can do it through iTunes. But 
That's still the king. Leave us a review. We would love that, and that helps, and subscribe as well. So a lot of people have been doing that lately. We've been able to see our listenership grow, so we appreciate that to everybody who's listening. Um, Check us out on SoundCloud as well. If you guys want to see the show notes for this episode, our show notes are just a little bit of the behind the scenes or some additional kind of random thoughts from me on the podcast. You can go to intentionallyinspirational.com forward slash episode 60 for this episode or whatever number you'd like to hear. Um, let's see, what else do I have for you? I've got a new project I'm working on. I'll roll out here soon, but it is designed to help people, very specific people, and it's designed to help grow kind of the listenership and the reader base and inspire nation as well. So it's a a very specific resource that fits into what we already do, kind of a spin-off brand resource type of project. I will announce that soon. It's uh, exciting for some of you, and I finally just saw enough of a need in a certain area. So you know what? I'm going to dial into that need, dial into that niche a little bit, and see what happens. So more on that soon. All right, guys. I appreciate you listening. As always, have a great week. If you enjoy the podcast, share it with a friend. We will see you on social media. We will see you around the internet, as we always do. Take care until next time. To check out all of our resources for your startup business success, visit our website at intentionallyinspirational.com. We look forward to seeing you again next week.